Hi guys, and welcome to episode 9 of SEO Tales, um, with myself and Mr Itamar Blauer. Um, we're back again, and today's topic is going to be about PBNs. Um, but before we dive into the PBN stuff, if you can make sure you let us know if you've got PBNs, any questions you have about PBNs, stick them in the comments. Also, make sure to give us a little like if you enjoy the videos. Um, but Itamar, good to see you again. Um, and today's topic is the touchy subject of PBNs. Uh, <laughs> um, so people, some people love them, some people fucking hate them. Um, I feel like you know what I, I, with PBNs. The the thing is, I feel like just those three letters. When you say that to someone, like sometimes you can see people's faces change. Like you'll say PBN to them, and they'll be like, they kind of just like start like creasing their eyes, start like looking at you all funny. Um, but yeah, PBNs, like you said, it's a, it's a topic that you know people can use them to do great things. People can also use them to do terrible things. And I think this is kind of what we're here to kind of. Uh, get a difference on on how to do it properly versus what some people do who do it terribly and then they get bad results and then they have really terrible connotations of pbn so let's just start right off the bat craig how do pbns work so pbns uh well pbns in general are it could be a number of different um ways of doing it you may buy a website from a guy who who maybe no longer wants to run his business he may have had it for 10 years what essentially you're buying with a pbn is the domain's authority now you might not necessarily use the website in full um now you can either buy it from a guy who's maybe selling up or you can wait for a domain name to expire or whatever it's going to be that's a typical two ways that people get a pbn and what people are doing is repurposing the website now, they, they might have it exactly the same way it was before. They may have it half of the way it was before. Some people even just do all the 301 redirects and repurpose the website and make it an affiliate website as well as a PBN. But the purpose of the PBN is to pass the power and the juice that that website's got onto your own websites. So it's normally... You know, PBN stands for Private Blog Network. Um, now normally, you would do that yourself. You know, go and buy a few expired domain names, repurpose a website, point them in, and uh, pass them just to your website. Um, and that is t that's fine, and that works, and always has worked. And I'm, I'm pretty sure if as long as you avoid footprints, always will work for as long as link building works. Um, but <coughs> I think, you know, PBNs, so going on to the next topic, you know, PBNs get a lot of hate out there, you know, and as you said, people's faces screw up and they go, oh, shit. Now, what people have done over the years is they understand the concept of utilising an expired domain name and, and passing power to a website. So what they do is they get greedy, they buy a shitty reseller hosting account and, and slap 30 websites on there, all in the one hosting account, all registered under their own name, all with the same bloody WordPress template, with the same plugins, with the same logins, with the same everything, same author details, and point it all to the money website. Now, 
that will get you banned. That's a footprint. You're not meant to be building one link, never mind 30. Um, but if you were building 30 links, you would want to segregate the registrar details, the hosting details. You would want to do make sure that you're not leaving a big greasy footprint. Um, and people who say PBNs don't work or it got them a penalty or whatever it's going to be are those guys who cut corners and don't think about the whole concept and just slam stuff out there. Um, and another way they get so much hate is people also over the years have sold links on private blog networks. So guys have thought, yeah, this is an amazing business model. Let's just, you know, rack up a couple of hundred websites and sell £100 a link. Um, quite a lot of money to be made there. Um, <coughs> but PBN stands for private blog network, not public blog network, and you don't sell your links to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. So, again, those get slammed, um, you know, taken down, you know, penalised by Google or whatever. And, again, people say PBNs don't work. Now, link building works. We can all agree on that. PBNs used efficiently, footprint-free, also do work. Um, but they obviously get so much hate because... One is the it's one of those black hat things, um, and whether you like black hat or not, people like talking about it anyway, regardless. Um, and they'll always say, you know, as a white hat agency, we don't use PBNs. PBNs are the devil. You know, it's all outreach. It's all this. It's all that. Um, the reality is, most of these agencies are outsourcing the link building. And they're doing it to someone who's outreaching to people's PBNs to get links. <laughs> you know, so either way, you're getting PBNs regardless of whether you like it or not. But again, it's that public perception, you know, the general newbie to the industry or the general customer has heard this term PBN and penalty and just associates it with being bad practice. Um, and, you know, I think that's why they get so much hate and, also, you know, people who are ethical, um, you know, say, oh, we shouldn't be doing this, it's bad and unethical and all that stuff. So I think they, they get a bit of hate. But again, look at anyone, go to any forum, Google it. You know, people are talking about PBNs all over the place. It's, it's one of the most talked about link building strategies that are out there. Um, there's no smoke without fire. They, they clearly do work if done properly. Um, it's just it's so many it's like anything into my, whether it's content or whatever there's good and bad content does that mean content's a bad thing no um, you know um, copying and pasting someone else's content's a bad thing we know that but no one really frowns upon it when they say I'm going to do some content for your website but when that word PBN comes out they just go oh, just like and you, I can't really answer why that's the case because Obviously, it's just public perception and, and scaremongering, you know, from the public and obviously people within the industry because they use it as leverage to gain clients and saying, we don't use that bad tactic. We do it this way. And, and you know, what the, the best way to sell links just now is obviously to say you're getting guest posts or doing outreach. You know, we're doing it all through Pitchbox and all of that kind of stuff. And, and, and there are people doing that. I'm not dismissing that whatsoever. But those people outreaching on Pitchbox are reaching out to people who own PBNs, whether you like it or not. I suppose the interesting thing is about the the kind of footprints that you mentioned earlier. Do you think that people have these negative perceptions who maybe have tried to use PBNs? But what what is the reason? Were they just 
too lazy to, to kind of mitigate the footprint? Or what do you think kind of the reason is behind that? I think, you know, it sometimes comes down to a lack of understanding. Now, let me, I'm going to step away from PBNs for a second just to give, to make this point hit home. People do not read the full detail in anything. Now, I put out a free SEO course a couple of months back. And it specifically states at the top that there's a certificate on completion of the advanced SEO course. People still ask me on the affiliate market course, where's my certificate, where's my certificate, where's my certificate? People will read into something what they want to read into it. And I honestly would say that people don't read. In general, they read the first line and they come up with a conclusion in their head and just go for it. So I think people say PBN, expired domain names, do it at scale, and everything, you're going to make loads of money. That's all they can see. When you see a document that says, you know, change registrars, use fake personas, do this, do that, do that to, to, to kind of hide footprints, they ignore all of that because they only see the juicy bit of grabbing a domain and <laughs> repurposing it and slamming it all in a cheap um, reseller account now. So I think people don't understand and don't read in detail. I, I've offered people stuff in a plate and they still come back with questions. You know, I've even offered people a free SEO course to come back and see how they'll log in. You know, they just want to ask questions. They're just dumb. People are dumb. Um, and, you know, that that's the nature of the beast out there. But also, you mentioned cost, and I think cost comes down to it as well. Now, if you are new to the industry and you feel that PBNs is a step that you want to take, <coughs> automatically, and you're starting out in business and you're a young guy, the first thing that's in your head is cost. What's the cheapest way to do this? Now, that's just because of your mindset just now. You know, you're, you're starting out. Um, and I've had that mindset. I wanted everything on the cheap. Cheap is not always good. You've got to pay the going rate if you want the right stuff and to mitigate those footprints. But you've got people like yourself who are young, hungry, enthusiastic. But you're faced with, I could build 30 PBNs and I could put them on this reseller account, which cost me 50 bucks a month. Or I could go and buy 30 separate hosting accounts and it will cost me it will cost me 200 quid a month. You're going to go for the 50 bucks a month option just because you're a freelancer, you're starting out in your career, you know, every penny's a prisoner and all of that kind of stuff where as a more experienced person further down the line will say, fuck it, I want quality and I want longevity. I want to future-proof my business. But I think that, again, it's just something that comes with experience. I'm not criticising people for looking at cost because, again, I've been there. I've done it. You know, I've done stuff for the cheap. I've had my PBNs penalised, all of that kind of stuff. Um so I've been there and, you know, I used to have an old reseller account and uh, had a whole bunch of PBNs on it. And the fact that it was on a crappy old reseller account, when someone hacked one of them, they were able to rip through the whole whole account and damage all the websites as well. So security-wise and everything, it was just an absolute joke. I learned the hard way, the most bloody costly way I've had to pay twice, you know, to get it done properly and to do the cheap way, um, which is why I'm always saying just try and, and you know, spend the right money on anything. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think to answer your question, you know, young guys don't have a lot of money and they just want to make their way in the world. Um, 
and and very few of them actually spend the money, you know, doing it properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I can relate to that in the sense that, for example, I don't necessarily like, or I don't have maybe the funds to kind of splash out. Say, even my own website, like I had to build it myself because I didn't want to pay somebody four grand to do it. Um, yeah. I just couldn't do that. So, you know, sometimes it's just down to how much are you willing to pay for something? But I suppose with something like PBNs, there is more of, there are bigger negative impacts if you don't, for example, spend the money getting separate hosting accounts for each website. Um, but I suppose let's assume that we've got that, we've got the separate accounts on hosting, there's minimal footprint. So how can we then use these PBNs effectively, effectively to boost our money sites? So essentially, what I wouldn't suggest that you do is, is link all your PBNs to the one money website. You're going to use them. You can use your PBNs effectively by using them as assets to trade off links with other people as well. Because what you don't want is these 14 websites all linking to your one website um, or, or 30 or whatever websites you've got there. Um, so you can link from a few of them, of course, if they're relevant. Um, but what you can use is, is use these as assets to bargain with other people. Now, you could go to the likes of Ross Tavendale or Tom Livingston or anyone in the industry and say, listen, dude, I need, uh, <coughs> I need some links in this particular industry. What have you got for me? Um, and they'll say, oh, I've got three or four of these. And you can say, well, rather than you know exchanging money, I've got three or four of these if you want a link on there and use them as a, use them as an asset. And there's enough people in the industry that you know now to be able to go and have that approach to someone. Um, you know, trade off links, it's, it's the simplest and easiest thing to do. There's always got to be a benefit for the other guy um, as well. You can't just go up to someone and say, give me five free links. And they're going to say, right, it's £100 a pop. Or you do something that benefits me. And if you've got five DR50s there, you will find that very quickly people will be more than happy to to do a trade-off with you because um, it's not always about cash in the SEO industry. It's more about DR and power and authority can, can carry you a long way. Um, so I think you have to use a common-sense approach. What you do, as I say, <coughs> you want to make sure your PBNs, um, as I say, don't all point to your money website. That doesn't mean you can't use them to get links to your money website. So using them as a tradable asset, just make sure that that footprint is not um, there, uh, so to speak. So I tend to use PBNs as assets and trade-offs, um, and it just means that I get that real uniqueness um, as well, and, and I don't mess up the, the PBN, uh, because I think too many people go down the route of just launching hundreds of links to their money website on there, job done. Also, with PBNs, do not link out to every Tom, Dick and Harry. Do not become a public blog network because the more links you've got in the website, the less power you're passing to each and every website you're linking out to. Um, to retain them for yourself. Now, you might go, that cost me too much money. Um, you know, the, the, is there really as much value here for me as, uh, you know, by building all of these? The answer is no, probably. If you're going to use them just for that purpose, 
you'd be as well just go and buy a link for £100, but it'll probably cost you 200 to get a PBN. By the time you get the domain, the hosting, someone to whack up some content and stuff like that, but it's probably going to cost you the best part of 200 quid. Um, <clears throat> whereas I could just go to someone right now and give them 100 quid and get a link job done. So what I do is I make my PBNs affiliate websites. And, and why do I do that? I do it so that they pay for themselves and also generate me more money. So if I buy an expired domain name and it's a hotel one, for example, I'm going to make that a booking.com affiliate website. I'm going to then, you know, use the old content that was on that website to rank well, and then I'm going to start adding more content. I may do some automated link building through SEO Autopilot to um, do stuff there. I might even buy some guest posts to it if there's enough money within that affiliate website to pay for that. Um, now, what I want from affiliate websites is for them to pay for themselves. I don't want to be paying £100 or £200. So I'll go back to, you know, being in, in, in you know, the freelancer shoes who might not have enough money to splash out and all of this stuff. I don't want to splash out. And even if, in a, whether I can afford it or not, is a different story. I do not want, I'm Scottish and I'm tight as fuck. I don't want money coming out of my pocket. So I'll make it an affiliate website so that each and every PBN I've got pays for itself and then some. Um, and I'll also use it as a PBN. So that's why, you know, I think the PBNs I've got have real traffic, real rankings. They make money and they are powerful. Now, I will get some guest posts to them. I will then do some tiered link building through the likes of SEO Autopilot. I get citations. It regularly gets new content put on them. Now, whether I go and steal that content from the Wayback Machine on another expired domain name or whatever, I'm always going to look at ways to, to do things in the cheap with a PBN. Um, <clears throat> because if the PBN gets burnt or risked or penalised, yes, I've lost a wee asset, but I can replace it very quickly. So you can play a more dangerous game with a PBN as well, drive more power to it, which in turn passes more power to your money websites. So that is the kind of things you would have to do to make or utilise a PBN effectively, so to speak. And as I say, you want to make that pain for itself rather than coming out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and as well, the, the kind of point you made about relevancy, I think is really, really crucial here because you know, in terms of getting relevant links to your money site, you don't just like say your money site is you're a lawyer or something. You don't want to be getting links from a PBN that's about sport because that's not going to do anything for your business. It's going to look so out of place, so unnatural. Um, so making sure that, you know, if you once your footprint's, footprint's not there, that you are linking to only two relevant pieces of content. So like you mentioned before, not linking just to any random person. Um, if there is a way for you to have a good transaction, a good business transaction and exchange between different links, just make sure that they are relevant to the niches that you are trying to link to. Um, but then this moves us on to the last point, and that's all about scale. So how would you scale with using PBNs? Scaling PBNs, now, I'll be honest, uh, I'm not sure you want to scale with PBNs as such. Now, it depends what you determine scale is. Now, I think with PBNs, it's more about quality rather than quantity. Uh, you know, I'd rather have 100 good PBNs than 1,000 half-assed ones um, just because 
they do take time. They've got to now be treated like a real website, the way that I'm doing them anyway. Um, I'm not sure unless you've got a bucket load of cash that scaling's the right option. And even monetization is that the right option to scale a PBN for that. Um, I'm not so sure. Um, I think they're a good part of the mix to have, and I think it's good to to add them to your link building strategy. But what I do want to highlight is overall with any kind of project, again, that I work on, there'll be an element of PBNs, there'll be an element of citations, there'll be an element of PR, there'll be an element of, you know, some guest posts, there'll be an element of some other hooky stuff. Um, you want to, to spread that risk, so to speak. You do not want to go all out on PBN. So you can scale, you can outsource all of this stuff. Um Again, it just comes down to having the right process and the right people. Now, there was a guy out there who no longer does it, a guy called CostaPBN.com. Um, he's a good friend of mine, and he was chucking out PBNs for like $100, um, and he was giving you a different theme all the time. Um, so finding a guy like that to just chuck them out, and he was stealing all the content from the Wayback Machine, Um and he was also, he'd VAs writing other bits, so you could pay him a little bit extra and he would put on, you know, 5,000 extra words or whatever. Um, so there are services out there where people are doing that. Now, Costa PBN no longer does it. Sadly, he he had his time doing that and he's now going off to, to designing bigger and better websites um, and he, he's into gaming and all that now. So he's not an option, but there are guys out there if you want to, you know, just chuck money at it um, and you know, go all out, then you can do it. Um, but what I would say is you, to avoid footprints and do it properly, you probably just want someone in-house or a guy to do it, you know, do one, get it done, get another one, get it done, and just build up slowly. I don't think doing it fast and at pace for a PBN is something that I would highly recommend for anyone. I'm sure you can, if, if you really think that, you want to scale that up, then by all means you can, you know, just use the normal scaling up methods you would with any website. Um, I would always just say be careful because you've also got to weigh up the the risk versus the rewards. Um, obviously, there's potential for any PBN to get slammed, um, but also the cost of you building a PBN against buying, just simply buying the link um, from someone, you know, it's You've got to weigh up all of those options and pick what is best for you. And I like to mix it up. I'd rather buy someone and someone else's PBN that saves me a whole load of trouble um, and cost me half the price it would cost to build my own anyway. So, and I don't have all that maintenance and ongoing hosting costs and all that shit. So, just weigh it up. I just think PBNs are good as a mix of your link building strategy. I don't think it's the be all and end all of link building. Um, use it wisely. Wise words, Craig, wise words. And I think we're out of time for this episode. And that was really, really insightful. I definitely picked up quite a few things from that. So if you guys enjoyed this episode of SEO Tells, make sure to leave a like rating below and a comment and subscribe for future videos. On behalf of myself and Craig, we thank you for watching and we'll see you in the next one. Cheers, man.